if you want to get rid of a keyboard, you must bathe in the living waters of <laughs> the keyboard minds. Of Keychron. Yeah. Hello, and welcome to episode 193 of the Erasable Podcast. About nine years ago, we were chatting amongst ourselves about what to call the pencil podcast we planned to give a shot. By the time we dropped our first episode on March 12th, 2014, we had selected a name and we were already fast friends. And since this is Johnny talking, those good friends are Andy and Tim. Hey, guys. Hello. Hey, good friend. Do you remember, do you remember the, this, the second runner-up to, to what we were going to call this podcast? No. Was it indelible? Uh-uh. No. No. It was oh the, the number two pencil podcast. Oh, that was pretty good, too. Yeah. That's a mouthful. That is, yeah, we decided that to make is. that our tagline instead of the instead of the title. I think it's wisdom right there. I think we made the right yeah. choice. I think so. It feels so natural at this point, but I totally forgot. Woody Wasson and the Wood Twins. Yeah. That would have been that would be great. <laughs> yeah. I like that. <laughs> That's our next so, Patreon like extra podcast. Whatever. The number like two our, number two pencil podcast. Wasson Woodson and the Wood Twins. Number two podcast. <laughs> and the Woodchucks. <laughs> How much cedar could a woodchuck chuck? <laughs> so assuming that we don't go super tech or super low tech in a year, we're staring down a decade of podcasting. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but when people are like, hey, what do you do? Aside from the fact that I don't really have a career, I'm like, hey, I, hmm. I co-host a podcast about pencils. People are like, what? Holy crap. I say sometimes that, it's a good, holy sometimes it's bad. I think that once you have 10 years of podcasting, like you level up into like the next level of white man. Yeah. You white get man. like your white new balances sent in the mail. You're like, you're like almost not quite at Elon Musk level, but <laughs> on your way. People uh, ask I'm you pinker as I get older. People <laughs> ask you what you do. You just be like, I just work hard to be a decent human being and yeah. then just let them, let them talk shit about you after that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like I make coffee. Yeah, make coffee, kick ass notebooks. It keeps you all alive. And I use a lot of fountain pen ink. <laughs> Don't talk about that here. Yeah. I mean, sorry. Graphite. Yeah, speaking <laughs> of which, the uh, pen show, the Baltimore Washington pen show is coming up. Yeah. Oh, weekend. yeah. We are not going to be at that live, unfortunately, but I, I wish we were. Nope. Are you going to go to it, Johnny? I don't know yet. My bank account says, please don't. <laughs> and but... I have a bunch of family stuff to do, so I don't yeah. know. But that Put sweet tattoo yeah. on your arm says you better do it. Yeah, <laughs> get over there. It would be a good excuse to get a tattoo of a fountain pen and then go to the pen show. Oh, yeah. When was the last time like... you got a tattoo, Johnny? Was it, I mean, was it the With one you we guys? got? It? Oh, man. Yeah. Because you got like one a month for like a couple yeah, years before that. Going strong. I'm itching. Yeah. I think I just need to bust the seal. And I think that's be... called an infection, oh. though, if you're itching. <laughs> yeah. <probably>. Yeah. You <laughs> that did happen some, once. Put some ointment on that. <laughs> So for our main topic tonight, we're going to update our top five because it seems like we just did it, but we actually haven't done it in like two years because in COVID time, time is nothing. And Tim, but, um, Tim gave us an interesting that, twist to talk about after we update our top five. So I'm looking forward to talking about ooh, that. Yeah. 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 But before we do that, how about a little bit of Fresh Points action? Yeah. You want to go first alphabetically for now? Sure. Just first alphabetically and then. Yeah, I have a few of them. Um, one, I did not even know these existed, but I was at Arch uh, Drafting and Supply, which is a really cool a little art supply store that is attached to the California College of the Arts in San Francisco. And they have, 
you put you guys probably already knew about this. They had jumbo Faber Castell nine thousands. Did you? Did you? Oh know yeah, those things are thing? heavy. They're yeah, they're mm-hmm. like heavy duty. It's like a sharpie. I know because I. So I can't remember if Johnny sent me one or if I think I actually might have bought it at oh gosh, what's it Blick? Yeah, at mm-hmm. a Blick in Atlanta, Georgia. That's I remember yeah. buying that. I probably texted you guys it's, a picture of it when I bought it. It's really nice. <laughs> that was they're pieces six yeah. years ago. They maintain their that really sharp hex that the regular size nine thousands have, and like some jumbo pencils, it has a really really thick core. So I've been taking notes with it if we were doing tools of the trades i would tell you that i was writing with my my fabric castell jumbo 9000 but i bought it in hb and 2b and for some reason the 2b is just like miles and miles better than the than the hb it just uh, just feels so nice so and you can just press real hard and this thick core doesn't break even though it's 2b like yeah big fan of this pencil European didn't even HB, know this existed i've always yeah the germans yeah. with their hbs that are actually like Two H's. We make these out of titanium. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> the money have to accurate mocks. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm enjoying my my new pencils. That it's it's yeah. It's also nice that they're like yeah. They're the most expensive beginner's pencil I think ever. <laughs> they were they they're like were cheap. four bucks a piece. Yeah, but it's fine. I mean, it's still less than what like four bucks in pencils. So. Still affordable technology. Yeah, and they last forever. You only need yeah. to buy one. Yeah. Two of these will buy you a dozen eggs. <laughs> and the episode title? The pencil's done. worth yeah. six eggs. Those people are trading their black wings by the dozen for eggs. Yes. Yeah, that's, I, I sold a dozen 211s and I bought like, I, was, I thought it was a great investment. <laughs> I bought I made like 25 dozen eggs. Great prices here. You'd have gotten two. <laughs> one of them would be broken. Another thing I just mentioned briefly. So I recently moved into a much smaller space. Not quite ready to talk about why yet, but eventually I will. But I realized that in this space, I need to really call my pencil collection. I have so much. Really, I mean, let's be honest. I need to call my notebook collection. I have so many notebooks. Most of them are boxed Baron Fig confidants that I have not opened and some I probably never will open because apparently I make it a collection, but I've been thinking mm-hmm. really hard about the stuff to call. And I was just wondering if you guys have ever sort of like thought about that. Have you ever sort of like, I'm going to just cut out large chunks of the aspects of my stationery that I have and just kind of, I've done it. I just wanted to see what you guys have thought about that. Yeah, to- totally. I, I remember two times doing it in like significant quantities with pencils, mm-hmm. but luckily as like a teacher, it was just like all the ones that I just knew I was never going to touch. I just like scooped it all up, took it to school mm-hmm. and was just like, take it. I just left, which yeah, it's, it's always a cool option take it to a school. But so I just, we had these two big tables, like right when you walk in the school and there was these big like pencil holders on. And so I just went and filled both of them up. Yeah. Go nuts, kids. And so there's cool pencils flying around the school for a couple of days until they were all snapped in half and dropped on the ground. And stuff. <laughs> but for those two days, is a shining, shining star. Yeah, I could just yeah. hear them calling to me from the carpet, like, what done to us, Father? <laughs> I have. You've given us to these children. Father. I have a whole bunch of cigar boxes full of vintage advertising pencils. And I think those are the ones mm. I'm going to get rid of because. I I like my branded pencils. I'm not going to get rid of my black wings. Mm. Yeah, I I think it's my advertising pencils that I'm not going to do. Yeah. Anybody, do you guys want some advertising pencils? Let's talk. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> smuggle them, them into me. no, that's that. Yeah. Smuggle them into Johnson. Jan will be like, "Oh, Tim, what's this ninety-five pound box outside my? Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry. Drugs. About it. It's drugs. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> that's what it is. Just a brick of cocaine. It's fine. I've done most of the same thing. My kids' teachers are always very happy to get like a box of three hundred pencils, and I have three kids that like pencils, but that's really just moving the mess to another room. <laughs> but some of them, like Henry, will sharpen a pencil down to nothing much more quickly than I will. So yeah, I guess it's a space saver. Teacher's like, but, why do you have 300 pencils? And you're like, it was a hell of a back to school season at Target. <laughs> <laughs> well, Henry's math teacher was Charlotte's math teacher. So I think she knows about podcasts. Mm. Oh yeah. Someone broke her pencil sharpener. I was like, dude, I have an extra one in the closet because I really like this one. <laughs> I got your hookup. <laughs> but when Ticonderoga stopped using cedar, I like lost it and didn't realize how many of them I bought. And mm. people still like to see that yellow. So it's always a good a good way to thin those out. You're just in a but, fug- um, fugue state I'd... buying Ticonderogas. <laughs> well, it was like, oh, here's a couple packs. Here's a couple packs. Here's a couple packs. And then suddenly you're like, wow, that's like three gross. Nice. I'm exaggerating, of yeah. course. <laughs> But not that much. But another thing I did was I took everything out of boxes and then sort of carefully rubber banded them together and put them in a larger box, which saved like so much space. Mm. But yeah. I yeah, I suppose unless the box is not full, that doesn't save that much space. Yeah. Yeah. I just have a lot Most of just, are, I guess, blister packs, random cigar boxes full of full of pencils. I got a lot of those yeah, too. Frankie, Frankie suggested before, like, selling like a custom dozen of pencils like even just like for the cost of shipping like mm. hey that's you a want good cool pencils oh that's a good idea i'm i'm lazy myself giveaway time yeah maybe we can just yeah, like it was so fun giveaways of like a like a dozen vintage advertising pencils or something patreon oh, i think i'll look into that yeah yeah <laughs> like a drawing of patreon supporters <laughs> yeah good, good job yeah Come come join our Patreon, and I'm not going to promise it here and now because I don't know how many pencils exactly, but you may <laughs> get some pencils out of it. I know a guy who makes notebooks. He yeah. can send you a notebook. Yeah. It might not be that pretty, but it'll work. <laughs> yeah. Like pencils. That's some good ideas. I'll think about that and see what... I, I, I still really, yeah, really just need to look through the whole collection, but... Do that. Last thing I want to talk about is a Kickstarter that is, wait, man, it's been a while since we recorded. It's about to end. There's only 38 hours left as we record this on Tuesday, but it's something that I feel like I've talked about on this show before, but it's it's finally happening. There is a gay, guy named Marcin Witchery, who is a design manager at Figma, but one of, uh, one of his like passion projects is the history of keyboards. Have we talked about this before? Okay. He's, he's been writing a book for for years, like three years called Shift Happens. And it is a book about the history of keyboards. And it started off as just like a book about the history of keyboards. And it has since turned into a two-volume boxed case set of like the history of keyboards with just like big, gorgeous photos. And it's just like, just breathtaking. He made a Kickstarter to get this book published. He's kind of going his own route instead of going through a publisher. And it is not it's not cheap. It's one hundred and fifty dollars, at least when I pledged. It was one hundred and fifty dollars for the uh, for the book for these two two tiers books. But it's 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 huge. There's really 
just original photography. There's really interesting stories. In his newsletter that he sends out once every few months, he's talked about like some of the people he's tracked down and he's talked about like the history of like Soviet era keyboards and the history of how Dvorak and Dvorak keyboards are arranged in a certain way and why. And so cool. He's a designer. And of course, his layout and typography and everything is just impeccable. One of the really cool things that he did is he resurrected a an old font that they used for like keyboards in the 70s and 80s. He resurrected that to use in the book. And if you pledge on this Kickstarter, you can then get that font. He'll, he'll give you the the font file. So I'll have a link in the show notes. But if you're listening to this, man, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to publish this before it closes, but I'll try. If you go to shifthappens.site, you can see that what that Kickstarter looks like. He, they're at, he's at like, gosh, like 500% of his, his goal. So he's hit some stretch goals. There's going to be like a third full color volume. Just that's, that's kind of like an addendum to, to the first two, first two volumes. So Yes, check out shifthappens.site. If you're interested at all in the history of keyboards, you probably already know about this and have backed it if you want to. But I also know that he's going to have a small number of books available for sale afterwards. So yes, this is, I was very excited. I was one of the first, one of the first to pledge. So yeah, check that out. And I, I've been trying, well, I've been talking about it, but I, I really, really want Marcine to come on the show and talk about the research and putting this book together because I think that be awesome. I think that the history of keyboards aligns very much to our our interests. Yeah, yeah. Because that is it for me. I am absolutely. I've got a. I'm slumming it here with my cheapo keyboard, but I love. Oh, you bought a Keychron though, didn't you? Yeah, but it's like the lowest version I could get. Yeah. I was just like in my. But man, I love it. That sound yeah. brings me joy. <laughs> I remember thinking you were crazy when you talked to us about the the <laughs> shelves full of keyboards behind you. I mean, I sort of thought that but then deep down in my soul i was like this yeah, is the like, way oh, that's gonna be me someday this is the way <laughs> so now I've got <laughs> this a, is the uh, way <laughs> an amazon wish list with like seven keyboards in it or like different keys and the tool to pull them out and it's like this is gonna be if you this is life now if you want to get rid of a this keyboard is... you must bathe in the living waters of <laughs> the keyboard minds of key cron yeah cool that is it for my fresh points how about you tim Man, but I got to go back to that last point. I just kind of had like an aha moment where I'm like, they don't make typewriters anymore. And this is like now the closest thing we have. Yeah. It's like mechanical I mean, he talks keyboards. about the history of keyboards on typewriters too, not just mechanical sure. keyboards. Yeah. So yeah, he, yeah, they, there's, yeah, this is, this is the closest to a typewriter that we're going to find. It's the last tactile typing experience is getting, yeah. like this. until they yeah. make an even like more extra hipster version of those typewriter keyboards that actually are like feel exactly the same because it's going to yeah. happen it probably already happened. oh yeah oh yeah i'm sure it did. it's out actually i very embarrassingly yeah embarrassingly i switched back to an apple keyboard i bought a mac mm-hmm. mini and i bought one of the keyboards that has the little fingerprint thing on it because i don't want to mm. have to be typing in my my password all the time so i might switch back to my mechanical keyboard when yeah. i'm doing some like serious writing but yeah. Yeah. When you need that clicky clacky. Yep. Sometimes you just need it. <laughs> just sometimes you just need right. that clicky clacky. Is that a is that talking head song about <laughs> doing it, making flippy floppy? It just reminded me of that. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So I got a couple things I was gonna bring up. The first thing was we all got notification of a very cool new release from Baron Fig. 
which is a new pen, which we don't have in hand yet, but we'll have soon. We'll talk about it and like talk about our experience with the pen itself. But it's a new release of, they're calling a Squire, which now that I think about it, were the Click, the Click pens, did they call them Squires as well? I can't remember. Oh, no, they're called something else. It was like a- I think they were like Squire Clicks or something. Sheath or a dagger or something. Thing. I don't know. Yeah. It's something yeah. medieval. I don't know. But anyways, but this, this new pen they released is called the Oracle Squire pen, which is, well, actually, is it a Click? Now that I think about no, that, it. No, it's it a, a twist. It's a twist. It's a regular. It's still a twist. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It looks almost like it's got a click function, but it is a, I think, as far as I know, and you guys might have more knowledge of the, the Baron Fig verse, or just more member, better memory than me. But like, is this the first time they've recycled a design? I think so. I mean, they've mm-hmm. had they've had somewhere they... the notebook and the squire have like they carry through the design, like the lock and key. But I think this is the mm-hmm. first time they're using a design on a new thing. I think. I guess that yeah, they did the work play a couple that's of true. Those, oh, that's, that's all a notebook. Yeah. And those were like variants on a theme or something. But yeah. yeah. But also I guess I mean that's a fair point that this is like they just happen to be coming out four years apart or whatever. But uh, they took a design that they used for a pencil, which mm-hmm. was also called the Oracle, right? The Baron Fig or Pencil Oracle. This came out in and I am looking for it, and we'll link to this in the Show notes. I found a, a review on Comfortable Shoes Studio, which we all we all love here. But so this was in I don't see a year, but it was the same essential design, which is they used um, they turned a pencil into a sort of fortune telling device, a sort of like magic eight ball of a pencil, so to speak, yeah. and they just transferred that to a squire. Which, as if if you haven't seen it yet, the Obvious part of that is that it is hexagonal, which is a first. So they've released it as a really sharp. It looks like a Duracell battery. It does look like like a like a a hexagonal Duracell battery (laughs) with a nice ink cartridge in the middle of it. (laughs) I want to put Um, these in a sock and hit somebody in the head with them. (laughs) It's an expensive sock. Yeah, yeah, really. It's It's for the it's for rioting. When the Giants win the World Series yes. next year, I mean it's, it's standard issue in Baltimore, yeah. <laughs> Mob Town. Oh, I think yeah. I think Philly's got you there though. Philly's got you with the yeah, pillowcases full of doorknobs. Yeah, <laughs> doorknob. I, <laughs> I, uh, I really, really hope that they make this kind of a standard shape because I think of think of the custom pencil looking squires we can make out of this shape. Think of the possibilities. Yeah. The possibilities yeah, I mean, are endless. Hexagonal. It's like, come on, come on. <laughs> You there's, know you want to. There's literally, so there's literally of ones of possibilities. There's ones of possibilities because it's only an happen once. No, there's two possibilities. Yeah, number like, two. We need, <laughs> we need all of you to buy a bunch of these so that it'll be a standard so that then we can do like a sweet custom printing. But I am very excited to get my hands on it. And I was excited to see that they had come out with a, a Squire that had broken the mold because I haven't gotten a squire in a while i love squires i love our squire yeah. especially that's the one that i use the most often and it's not just a shameless plug for a pencil that you can't buy or a pen that you can't buy anymore but yeah. i just great that they mixed it up so i'm, I'm very yeah. excited about this so more on that to come the other thing that i was going to bring up which i am just shamelessly stealing from an email that johnny had sent us which is the new artist edition of the bullet journal oh um, i'm glad you said that because i forgot about it yeah mm-hmm. So did you get it? Not yet. Not yet. But I am fully planning to. I, I'm almost done with my like current like term 
bullet journal. And I think this would be a good fit for next. It's a perfect Johnny's all about the seasonal like yep. feel. And this is a very springy without the sort of like pastel weirdness that sometimes happens. Well, it would collect a lot of dirt. This one will? It was pastel. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Charlotte Charlotte has a pastel bullet journal and it looks pretty bad. Yeah. So this is their artist edition, which is where they team up with an artist to design the notebook and they've partnered up with one of their Bujo community members, Annie, who on his Twitter and Instagram goes by a journal by Annie. And so she designed this lovely notebook that is a, I don't know what you'd call it, somewhere between, it's like a on the verge of mint, but just not as sort of like I don't know, how would you describe that color? It's in person. It's more like sage. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 no, that's that's a good call. Yeah. So when they they do like one color a year, and this year it was blue, and it took like two months for them to come out after they took your money. So it was a nice surprise this time to buy it, and the next day they're like, "Hey, it shipped." Oh, oh, wow. that good because <laughs> you charged me for shipping. Yeah, but mine came in it like it comes in a box like a Baron Fig book, but the box is like beefy very very beefy but they sent it media mail which is technically a no-no for a notebook yeah mm, i'm not but, gonna tell yeah looks yeah looks very beautiful and yeah so yeah i will be picking one of these up soon i'm excited about it and i just like this is do they usually sell them in a box like this or is this like a new like steal from baron fig because that was my first <laughs> um, was like the latter oh, it's got usually, a baron fig box cool and it actually like <laughs> When the when you like when you see the when I saw the shots of the, like the the open cover with like the Venn diagram of what and why or whatever like something about that felt very bare to me I don't know yeah oh they've always said that but this one oh was that always oh, okay I've all, never had one of the matches. actual bullet journal notebooks so this will be my first one so so the cool thing is they in the inside covers they mark off like what would be a third of a page what would be a quarter of a page uh, which if you want it to be very even is very satisfying. <laughs> But all the other ones I bought from them, they because they use media mail, maybe they wind up looking like someone walked on them. Yeah. So hmm. I wonder if they figured it was cheaper to do a box than a lot of returns. Like I never returned mine because it's going to get messed up anyway. Yeah. But um, I can imagine if you were a collector being very bugged about that. Yeah. Whatever. Screw those people. So this is a limited edition one time print that they're doing and it looks really cool I'm, I'm planning to pick one up it is the same features they said as their edition two which johnny is their edition two have that thick paper in it that lois terms have yep okay they they did that before it was a regular lois term oh cool so it was actually like kind of like first with bullet journal i didn't i had forgotten that yeah and like cool. the papers it feels like smooth cardstock that's awesome it's pretty luscious mm. So that's all I got. So yeah, Johnny, what about you? Well, moving back into winter, I collaborated with Keith from Random Thinks for his Kill Winter with Orange project that he does every year. We should have and, Keith um, on sometimes. He's really great. How the hell have we never done that? I, I love the, he 3D prints all sorts of cool <laughs> pencil holders and stuff. And Yeah. And on Instagram, he has different pen, different ink, and different quotation. Like, mm-hmm. And... I guess I look at it a lot because it always pops up at the top of my feet. Yeah. So that's cool. But he does a sticker pack every year. So we sort of trade it two notebooks for some sticker packs. So I think I forgot to mention when I listed them that they come with sticker packs. But there are a couple left and they come with sticker packs. But I'm seeing orange like everywhere, which is 
a little weird because I don't know. I don't really like orange and I love winter. So I kind of feel like a hypocrite. I was going to say, <laughs> it's such an ugly color. How dare you? Is a Brad, Brad Dowdy jab, Andy jab. <laughs> oh, I sent one to Brad right away because orange. <laughs> like someone likes orange. But yeah, they're the I like that he does that every year. It's always really funny. Yeah. I always um, like and... love the orange obsession in the stationary world, not because I like them, but because it makes Henry intensely happy when I give him something bright orange. So I oh, see a big orange I love fan? handing him on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Orange and green, actually. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. So Irish. Yeah. Man of your own cut oh. there. But uh, yeah, I'm so I'm Irish. working on some <laughs> books right now that are orange and green for a Patrick's Day. I have to make him one. Yeah. He dig it. He, he made it. It was like a big announcement around our house when he's like. Dad, um, I got a new favorite color. Okay. He's <laughs> like, I, I still like orange, but now I, I like green. I think green's my new favorite color. It was like two weeks ago. I was like, all right, man, that's a big decision. Yeah. <laughs> to put out the press release. And speaking of making books, I, I mentioned the Handmade Book Club briefly last week. And there are a couple people in the Handmade Book Club who listen to our show, which is awesome. And they just have like really cool stuff every week. And I'm not sure how long that goes back. And I don't want to ask. But like, for instance, this week, there's a book discussion about a Julie Cameron book, which is really cool. And someone's going to teach Celtic knots later this month, which is really cool. Look forward to that. So if they open up membership again, jump in. It's, it's 25 bucks a month well spent. And also in the notebook front... Have you guys been following all of the USPS field notes collab? I'm aware of them, but I haven't looked at every one of them. Yeah, I don't know the logic for which ones they do, but they have three new ones out, I think. They did Women's Soccer, the American Railroad Stations, which is a stamp that I think comes out today or this week, and also the new Tony Morrison stamp, which looks really good. It's hmm. very cool. So you buy them from the post office, and they charge you like a buck or two, and they show up pretty quickly. Yeah. And they, they're all the same. They're gray. But on the front, they have stamps and the first day cancellation stamp, hmm. ink stamp and sticky stamp. So hmm. if you like railroads, like these look really cool. Like I love that the post office puts out stuff. They're like, my father asked me before, like, well, how much are those? And like the same price as all the other stamps. <laughs> Just keeping it fresh. They put out a catalog. I love being on their mailing list. Are we up to cool 60 catalog. cents? 55, right? I don't know. I should know that. I actually asked my watch today how much it was for a work thing. So weirdly, weirdly enough, and it said 55. So if Siri lied to me, then I got a, got a strongly worded letter to, <laughs> you can get to Steve, right Steve Jobs. Yeah. It's 63. <laughs> what? What? That's insane. Okay. <laughs> but they do cool stuff like beer. Yeah. Did you ever get a letter from someone that's a little heavy? So they'll put like two or three stamps on it. Yeah which you don't have to do. You can buy an extra ounce stamp for like, yeah. well, I don't know what they cost now. They used to be 20 cents. I always feel like I'm just supporting but, the, the post office when I put extra postage on it. Yeah, I had to, for my taxes, rent up my shipping costs for the year. And it's like, whoa, no wonder I'm on your mailing list. Like, how about some free stuff? <laughs> they will send you free packaging for like priority mail and stuff. They'll deliver it right to your door and then pick it back up when you put your crap in it. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah, USPS. And I have one more fresh point, and that involves why I'm buying less stamps, and that's that 
my zines are on hiatus because I need my sanity back. <laughs> and I caught my printer crying a few times. Aww. <laughs> so poor buddy. I mean, it's like an office size printer, but still, it got tired of all the, the non cuss words because yeah. the zines had no cuss words. <laughs> well, those zines had no cuss words. <laughs> but I forgot that my last issue was about, it was called the top dozen. It was like my current 12 favorite pencils. So I totally cheated for tonight's episode. <laughs> I could just like look it up. <laughs> So, yeah. Speaking of which, why don't we get on to our main topic? I still can't get over the whole 55 cents, 63 cents thing. Like, I, <laughs> I'm really, like, upset that Siri did not hit that one on the head. That seems like a I, there's a softball. They tossed her. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to say anything super anti-Apple. It was but 2021. I'm sure Android got 55 right? cents. Siri is so 2021. Yeah. That's Sorry. Let's do this. <laughs> All right. Do you want to go first again, Andy? Wow. So I was thinking about how much this has changed since the last time we did our top five. I've just been thinking a lot about the pencils that I've been using a lot lately and consistently have been using a lot lately. The thing that has not changed that's still at the very, very top is still still the Golden Bear, still my favorite, favorite pencil. I've given a few out as gifts and people are like, why is this your favorite pencil? Like, you're, shouldn't it be something real fancy? And I'm just like, no, this is still the best quality pencil for the price that you pay in my opinion it's gorgeous looking especially the blue moment the orange eraser yeah it's really unique it has that little red stripe on the ferrule which is cool it's just it's just a re- just really good pencil a step up from the ticonderoga at about the same price big big fan of that i wish that it feels it was like more a, available like Would a, you say, Tim? they should have we should have a category called like time travel pencils like that's one that mm-hmm. just feels like it's existed for 90 years even though it's only yeah. been around for 20 or whatever yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I'm always afraid that they're going to stop making them and selling them just because like, it's not, it's not like the Blackwing, right? Like they, they don't sell it in gift stores. Like I've never, I don't think I've ever seen a golden bear for sale outside of the, the Calcedar or the pencils.com website. So yeah, who knows if it'll still be around, but I hope so. Another one that I still really love is the, the, Darling from Daiso, the high class golden sword, which is definitely definitely made at Kitaboshi, although that nobody's nobody's talking about that for sure. Love the high class golden sword. I was gonna do sword. a we don't talk about Kitaboshi. I don't talk like, about we don't Kitaboshi. Talk about, like I don't think I could pull that well, yeah, that's a there's yeah, too many syllables in that. See how we can do that. So yeah, it is it is high oh, class. It is golden. It smells good. It's a bare wood pencil. If you have a Daiso around around you, go there and you can pick it up. If not, I'm sure there are very nice people in the group who can pick you up one. It's a, and it's a dollar fifty for four of them. It's so cheap. It's a really good one that I use a lot. I also in in kind of the bare wood category. I still, man, I still really like a Forest Choice. I think it's really good looking. That that green ferrule, the pink eraser. I think it writes really nicely. First ever pencil mm-hmm. to be FSC certified, so it is still very ecologically friendly with responsible forestry. Yeah, just a just a really strong like, pencil. I think when I I've gotten to the point that I've been into this shit for so long. Yeah. That <laughs> when I think pencil in my brain, that's like uh-huh. maybe the one that pops into my brain. Like if I it's like the most neutrally pleasant pencil that I have in the house. I've of course have like 100 of them in my garage or something <laughs> that I've stocked up on, but like yeah, they're delightful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're really they're just a Really good pencil. I actually was at two different shops over the weekend and they, they carried the Forest Choice pencils, which was interesting. Like I I didn't realize oh, that, that they had yeah. If it's just 
yeah, not not quite sure how that happened, but one of them was the same place where I bought these Faber Castell jumbos. Mm-hmm. They also had Forest Choices for sale, and you can buy them in the, in the single it, there, which is cool. Find it fascinating that on pencils.com, Golden Bear is four ninety five, and a twelve oh. pack of Forest Choice is five dollars. It's five oh, cents man. more. So something in the they they decided that it was worth five cents more to get that F FSC certified. Oh man. Statement. They raised the price of those golden bears. They I think they didn't they used to be two ninety five a dozen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Also have still a good deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My fourth choice, which I this is still a very Calcedar heavy lineup, but I mean the Blackwing six oh two is the Palomino Blackwing six oh two is still just a really good pencil. And I like the way it looks. I like the way it feels. I have a well-worn one in my in my shoulder bag that's my my EDC. I still really like that pencil a lot. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to say it like that, but I don't want to be EDC guys, so I have it right in there next to my Glock. You only carry one Glock? <laughs> yeah, just, just, just the one. <laughs> well, I guess, yeah. yeah, San Francisco's a lot safer than Baltimore. Yeah, <laughs> right. No, it's it's because it's because the libs here hate hate guns so much. So, yeah, they're going to take all your guns away. Yeah, just just have that one. But no, my I, for those of you who don't realize I'm joking, I do not carry a gun. I do carry a Blackwing six hundred two in my shoulder bag, though. So that's a really good, just a really good pencil. So watch, so watch out. <laughs> well, I'll, st- bad guys. I'll stab you. Don't mess with me. I'll stab you. Watch out, robbers. <laughs> I'm gonna get it. Has a. <laughs> It has a razor sharp classroom friendly point on it though, so that thing has some stabbing oh, power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's killer. And then finally, I new addition to the the lineup is that purple pencil king. I really, really like that. I have one in my little pencil cup right mm-hmm. now. And it's a just a nice balanced pencil. It's a little bit lighter and not as kind of like crisp as I'm as I usually go for, but I really like the this is my only round pencil on the list. I just love the way it looks, that purple with that like cool old vintage like die stamp on it and the the the, the fancy ferrule. Just a just a really good pencil. So I've been really enjoying that. It is indeed it is indeed the pencil king. <laughs> that is my top five. Tim, how about yours? Oh, oh real quick, what's conspicuously absent yeah. from that list that has been there in every list before this is the test test scoring. Musgrave test oh, scoring yeah. pencil. That has fallen oh, off the list. John, Johnny's like, finally. Yeah, <laughs> it took forever. Oh, I'm crying. Yeah. Tim, how about you? Poor thing. I'll, I'll I'll start by saying that the Pencil King was my, in, in basketball terms, was my sixth man. It was like the one okay. that was, it was really close to inching yeah. up into that, that top five. But I just yeah. had to base it on the ones that I use, that I joyfully use the most, where I don't have to think about them, right? The, the ones that like I use all the time. And like the number one, is miles ahead of the others, really. Like, if I'm being honest, and that's the the Blackwing Natural is my favorite pencil, period, right now. Like, I, that is, if I'm going to grab a pencil and there's, like, 10 choices in front of me, I'm going to pick that, like, 8 out of 10 times or something. Like, I just love the Blackwing Natural a lot for so many reasons. I think it looks cool. I love the gray eraser. I love the feel of it. I love the hardness of it. So, yeah, so that is... And I've talked about that before, so I don't have to go on and on about it. But I just think that that is, in my book, my Desert Island pencil would be the Blackwing Natural, despite Blackwing makes some weird choices sometimes. And they do, (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, see, but, they get it right when they do no weird paint job. Yeah, I mean, it was just like they did, as, they did as little as it. possible. No paint and gray, but I love it. And I now, will you, always love it. So, would you say that it is specifically the like the Whitney natural, Houston or song. would you say would you say that it's any of the extra firm? No, just the natural. Okay. It's because I mean I've talked about like I mean yes over the years I've talked so much about like loving natural pencils and loving like p- pencils that don't have like a color to it. It's kind of a kind of harkens back and not. I'm just saying like that when they came out with the 24, they talked about like Steinbeck wanting a pencil that wasn't distracting. You know what I'm talking about? Like how like yeah. all black. His son was like, oh, all black, so it wouldn't be distracting. Well, all black's way more distracting to me for some reason, but like just like a natural pencil that looks like I'm just holding a stick is great. So I think, and that that it's a good question though, because when I think about like the Blackwing pencils on like a spectrum of favorites, the extra firms don't tend to be towards the top for like the limited editions. I tend to yeah. like limited editions that are either the 602 or like core or my second thing on my top five list, which is the MMX. You hmm. see that transition I did right there? That was really good. Yeah. 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 Number number two on my, <laughs> on my list is the MMX. So yeah, I, the natural, I love it because it's the, the finish. It's just kind of the whole package, but I don't like the, and I'm going to sound ridiculous now, but I don't love the extra firm core just because of the extra firm core. It's got to be like the whole the whole package but yeah that's right second on my list is the blackwing mmx like just i love that soft core and we'll come back to this because there are some soft cores like they're not all created equally but there's something about this one that i really have a lot of fun with and i've talked about this before but no pencil will make me feel more productive than a blackwing (laughs) mmx like the matte like the softest core, it's fun to write with. It feels good to write with. You have to sharpen it all the time. But like by the end of it, you write something and you've got two inches of pencil gone. And it's just like, hell yeah, I did some stuff. Let it be known here that Tim so, Tim likes soft core. <laughs> soft. So interestingly, if you Google Blackwing MMX, it goes directly to the Blackwing mat. It's so hey. inevitable. I wonder it's if it's an inevitability, a... Blackwing. Like, yeah, just. Why are you fighting? I'm, sh- I'm sure I've never forgiven they them. Did. I'm sure it's yeah. He got some SEO stuff going on where they're like, yeah. Hey, anytime they say Blackwing MMX, route it to this. It's like, yeah, just just call it an MMX then, because like, it's so, people are using it on eBay. Yeah, I'm, no I'm looking way. at that. Are they that, really that right yeah. now? Yeah, somebody Blackwing five pencil set, the MMX, the six hundred two, the Pearl, the Natural, the Volume. Yeah, that's so good. I'm waiting for my cut. Yeah. That is delightful. We should have trademarked that as. Teddy Roosevelt would say, delightful. Yeah, that's wonderful. <laughs> I guarantee. Hey, my, my, son, <laughs> my son is deep into a presidential research paper that was apparently introduced six weeks ago, but we found out about three days ago. Oh, it's yeah. It's due mm-hmm. tomorrow, which, you mm-hmm. know, but he's he's his father's son. But he should play the Animaniacs president song for him. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. I'm going to. Yeah, I totally will. But yeah, he was like, all the kids are jealous because I got Teddy Roosevelt. Like all the kids in my class are jealous. <laughs> they all wanted Teddy Roosevelt. Well, who's the poor kid who gets, write... gets 45? <laughs> I guess. Oh, I guess man. Go up that high. Yeah. There's there's only 25 kids in that class. And like my based on the comments from my son coming home from the days where they learned about the presidents, I don't think there's a lot of <laughs> a lot of desire to talk about that. Harry Pumpkin. But uh, number three on my list. <laughs> to get away from Blackwing for a second, is Musgrave and the Musgrave Tennessee round. I can talk about when that came out, that that was just like, I felt like that was just made for me. 
Like I felt like that was just, yeah. I know it wasn't, just but I'm just put saying your name like, on it. I, when it, when it came out, I was like, this pencil was invented to just make my soul happy. So it's, yeah. it's got the natural finish with the, like with the Blackwing natural, the, the very well, creatively named Blackwing natural. So yeah, I, I, I love it. Well, it feels good. I love the variation where you get like the half and half, like with the slats where one side is light and one side's dark. And I love it. Johnny, what were you going to say? Yeah. So little known fact, they were going to call it the wagon wheel because of the Johnson city reference, uh-huh. for, but trademark. Wait, 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 <laughs> are we going to have to, I'm making, I'm making that up. I'm making this up. Oh, um, damn it. John. That'd be amazing. It was for you because I, thought, of, uh, I was like, I was literally about to say, are we going to have to cut this out of the podcast? Are you letting some like insider knowledge slip? Right now, you would not believe. No, whenever I hear that song, they mention Johnson City, Tennessee. I'm like, yeah, you would not believe how many people I've met, like with working where I work now, because people are all over the country. And I'm like, yeah, I'm from Johnson City, Tennessee. And they're like, like, like Johnson like City, wheel? Tennessee, like from Wagon Wheel. Like, yep, that's the one. And yes, in the song, he gets it wrong. He's going the wrong direction. It's actually west. He should be going. Yeah. Speaking, Tim, it's so actually east. Because he says Speaking head out west city. from the Cumberland Gap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Johnson City, have you watched Swap Shop yet? Not yet, but I've got it on okay. my list. It's going to happen. It's all over all over your neck of the woods. There's some real real those, good accents on that show. I'll probably see, I probably see those people at Walmart. I probably <laughs> taught their kids how to write a thesis statement or something. <laughs> all right. So the next one on my list. And I kind of cheated because I put two, but they're so close. They're just different finishes. And I'm, I'm, I'm getting redundant here, but Mitsubishi two pencil, the 98, it's the, it's the 9850, right? The 50s, a different pencil. That's the okay. burgundy uh, one. Damn it. Okay. So just delete it. I'm going to delete it. There we go. You could hear my keyboard. Oh, that there. one was to the regular. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. No, I, w- I meant to do 9852 EW and I meant to say slash 9850, which is the burgundy one. And I guess I just mm. didn't like fully realize how different they were. Anyways, I, between those two, I would pick the ni- the Mitsubishi 9852 EW, which is the, which I'm also holding out, which Bearwood, is the natural right? finished pencil, which I've, yes, it's bare wood. Yeah. It's got this amazing kind of pale purple feral and a dark eraser. For some so, reason, 98- have you ever used one where the eraser works? Hmm? You ever have one where the eraser works? If, if you write like me, Johnny, you don't need an eraser. So I don't I'm, know what you're talking about. Tim literally doesn't I make mistakes. I love that pencil, but if it's a stylus, it's it's yeah, it's totally square at the top. I don't use erasers. Yeah, erasers are for quitters. <laughs> that is a that is a uh, t-shirt and or a tattoo I, idea right there. No, I no I have so uh, to be totally honest, I've heard people say that before, and I probably have heard you say that before. I've never noticed them being bad. Like I don't understand. It's been fine, but. But I did. That does actually like I, I, I was joking, but there was a was it morning pages? I can't remember where it was, but it was like someone I was reading. about was like a writer and they're like craft and they talk. And I and I was reading about like how writers do X, Y, Z or whatever, like what's their day like? And it said that like when they write something and they want to delete it they just cross it out they don't waste time erasing and they keep going and it got like totally drilled into my head so i don't often use erasers very much really mainly when i'm like doodling or drawing i'll use erasers but when i'm writing just my notebook or something i'll just cross it out and keep going yeah a catholic school thing one line through it <laughs> mr gamer one line through it <laughs> no i remember yeah mr mr delauder 
I had him in fifth grade. He drilled that into my head too, so maybe that's why. Can't spell Delauder without laughter. That's what that's what <laughs> he used to say. Because that's how it was spelled. He's a delightful human, by the way. I just if, if Mr. Delauder, if you're listening to this, that was not a dig. Yeah. So I love these. I've had them for years. I think I bought it was actually a couple of years ago, I bought two dozen of them and I'm still working through them, but I love them. And the last one on my list, which it will not be a surprise if you've listened to the podcast for a while, is the Palomino HP, which luckily I bought in bulk before they became unreasonably priced. So they're a wonderful pencil. I think they used to be like 10 bucks a, a dozen and now they're yeah. 15 a dozen, but I still have 90 of them in my cupboard. So I'm just going to just ride those out until the end, but they are wonderful. They're as smooth as butter. And they, they like keep a butter. point I'm like butter. So I can't not put them on the list because they have been my favorite pencil since like year two of this podcast. So, yeah. Nice. Awesome. So that that is that is my list. And I, I feel real good about it. There have been years where I've like, where times where we've revamped this list where I've, I feel like I've thrown things on just to like mix it up. But this year, I feel very confident that my Wopex. I never put that crap on my list, Johnny. Oh, it's true. oh, that was the. I'm sorry, that was the director's cut. We didn't put that. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. You threatened us. <laughs> it's because you're like a head taller than me. Yeah, my lawyers sent you a, a, a letter saying this guy has nothing to threaten you with. So I don't know. It wasn't that polite. It was a picture of you and your fist. You were like Johnny. <laughs> it's like okay. Oh okay, okay. yeah, yeah. Henry was my lawyer. That's what that was. Okay. Sorry. Man. <laughs> My Henry or your Henry? Both. Henry and Henry. Law firm. Oh, man. <laughs> Henry, Henry, that would be and a force. That would be. That would be. Oh, my goodness. All right. So that's me. So, Johnny, go for it. So, nobody put the Tennessee red, although Tim was close. Yeah. So, I was 75% of the way there. I don't know what the, yeah. I don't know what the math is on like cutting off the hex or whatever, but yeah, close. <laughs> Yeah, black wings are cool with their eraser, but I think the most innovative pencil around is the Tennessee Red. Yeah. Because it's red cedar, and also it's a really, really, really damn good pencil. It's got a nice core. It's pretty. It's that expensive. Like, it's got everything going for it. And lately, like, I'll find a two-inch one sitting around. I'm like, oh, yeah, I do like that pencil a lot because I, I, I might have, like, five or six dozen stashed around because why not? They come in that cool box. I feel like whenever I think about what the Delgers team has done for Musgrave, I think of that pencil. Oh, yeah. Even though there have been a lot of other pencils since then. And just like many, many other cool things. I feel like it all summed up in that really cool pencil. And notes on a theme. My next one would be the general pencil company Cedar Point with the extra E. Because Cedar Pointy. that is also just a damn fine pencil. Yeah. But they're heavy. I don't, I've never quite figured out why they seem to weigh more than other cedar pencils. Hmm. And I don't, if they've waxed the wood. It's entitlement. A little, that's what it is. I don't it's know. Because what that they're, means. East, they're is East Coast pencils. Is this the number one or number two? I like them both, but I really like the two better. Okay. All right. The, the one is nice, but I feel like as I'm settling very comfortably into middle age, I'm okay with my pencils not being as black as a Sharpie and smearing all over the place. So is that a is that an age thing? These young guns so. in there, <laughs> smeary pencils. 
And there's got to be something positive to this because yeah. all of the grunting when I get up and yeah, that's not good. Ow! Why does my knee hurt for no reason? Getting old is not fun. But so I'm gonna also echo Tim, but I'm gonna call mine the California Republic Stationers Palomino mm-hmm. because ever since Palomino became a brand, it the pencil just looks like naked. No, which which mm-hmm. version of the and Palomino? Blue HB and dip. No, and that's dip. not what, what you put in the. Mean? That's not what you put in the note. Oh, oh man, crapped version. <laughs> did I put that or did you put? I that? don't know. I didn't put it. I did that like thirty uh, seconds ago. Oh, did Thank you? you Andy. <laughs> I, I say, appreciate it. Virtual high five. I made sure for, for accidentally. <laughs> Vivance is a uh, is a hell of a drug. <laughs> But yeah, it, it used to be that basically the entire pencil was one line of mm. gold print mm. with a gold a gold circle around the end. And while the the erasered ones are cool, like they've got nothing on the original ones. Yeah. And I'm the very blue capped one are so mine. good. I have like I don't know a dozen or two dozen in various places, and no one is allowed to touch them. Yeah, limited. I have right there. smacked my children with metal rulers for touching. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, I. So when I was researching my zine with the top 12, I was looking for my first Palomino and I found it. It was like a pack of three blue and three Aran from like 2005. So for my next one, I'm totally cheating because I couldn't decide. But they're the Eberhard Faber and then the Faber-Castell with no space and no hyphen, the old American wing, the American or American Naturals. Which was the pencil I used in like in school. I have a crap ton of them and I use them all the time. And they're not actually like very good. I'm sure that they were cheaper than Ticonderogas, probably why I had so many of them. But compared to now, it's got a simple imprint. It's cedar as a stamped aluminum ferrule and a pink eraser. It's like pretty iconic to me. And the of course the natural version is naked cedar with black print, which is just damn sexy. But yeah, the eBay market for the naturals has gotten kind of crazy. Hmm. They're like 20 or 30 bucks a dozen. Hmm. So you find them for less, like grab them up. They're totally worth it. And for number five, I'm going to be a curmudgeon and say it's whatever pencil I have. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because I see what you wrote there, Tim. <laughs> Tim is out of control. Tim wrote a naughty comment. <laughs> These pencils. So when you, one of the reasons that pencils are so fun, even if you own like 200 fountain pens, is that they just always work. If you have a sidewalk you can scrape it against, or a knife, or a key, or like you really don't care about your teeth, you can get it sharpened with it. I've never sharpened with a key. So, have you done it? No comment. I'm trying that tomorrow. Okay. That sounds fun. Yeah, that sounds fun. Well, it has the the side benefit of lubricating your key. With okay. the graphite. I've never okay. thought about the necessity of lubricating a key <laughs> yeah. until now. So, yeah. Yeah. My mom's mother was Polak. I mean, that as in she was 100% Polish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that's what I Johnny, am I going to have to edit this out? No, go on. No. So, she would like take a butter knife and try to sharpen a pencil. And like, you have like 30 grandkids. How the hell do you not have a pencil sharpener? But I mean, it would literally look like a stray dog chewed on the end of your pencil, but it still worked and it did my homework. Hmm. And uh, yeah, one of them was a Blackwing 54, the pink one. 
like recently Rosie had one. I'm like, where in the hell did you get that? And then right away I'm like, did you get into my pencils? No. But I think she got it from Charlotte. Yeah. I I have not talked about this on the podcast yet. But that reminds me that Henry, my Henry, has started an illicit blackwing ring at his school. Oh wow. <clears throat> okay. So there's I, there's lots of levels here that I haven't talked about yet, but like so basically like I gave him some black wings, maybe four, whatever. Took him to school, started using them. And I noticed him coming home. It'd be real short and he'd use it down to like a tiny nub. And then one day he was he just like, lights a cigarette with a twenty dollar bill. But he's like, What do I could I could I get some more of these? What else do you have? <laughs> and so I gave him like the whole tour. I was like, here's my stash and here's the whatever and here's this and that. And there was like certain ones where I remember being like, I only have two of these. Like Andy sent me two of these <laughs> or whatever. Like, like I've got one, the 33 and a third ones. It's like, I got two of these. One's in a tube and one is just, or whatever. And then he, all of a sudden, like I started noticing these like weird things like, black wings that had like the erasers pulled out that I definitely didn't give to him that were just like scattered all over my house. I realized kid was rifling through my stash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I learned it by watching you. Yeah. No, <laughs> I learned it from totally you. Totally understandable. Yeah. Yeah. But he was just like, he was upset. He was just obsessed. And I, would, I actually went out of my wife's car and like the, we have a, a van because we're middle-aged white people and have kids. And there was a pot, like the, the pocket on the back of the seat there was like six black wings in there. Like, and I ended up finding out that he had been like, that had been like his currency at school. And he's like my, and I ended up like and one selling of cigarettes fr- in prison. Yeah. I'll take this. One of his, one of his friends, this girl had her dad, her dad turned a pen and gave it to him in exchange for a black wing. Oh, wow. So he had like taken a black wing and he came home with a, like a, a hand-turned pen that he had traded a Blackwing for. It was just <laughs> like, it was like the times, times have changed. Like times they are changing. Like, oh my gosh. Like for me, it was like exclusively Pokemon cards or actually probably just like basketball cards or something. And now he's like hawking Blackwings. And one of these days I'm going to pick him up from school and he's going to have like a gold chain around his neck because he like gave my 211s to them kid in his fourth grade class. Tim, you need to write a, um, a, a verse of these times they are a change in for yeah. Henry selling pencils. Like, yeah, come I'll together, ye students, and buy for the my, for the ten year graphite. anniversary. <laughs> yeah, that'll be will <laughs> be performed live. But I don't know. I hadn't talked about it yet, and, and I'm sure there are more updates to come. But it's become like a thing yeah. in his class, and wow. I like he gave like one of his friends who also goes to our church, but it was like he gave him a black wing like at church. And his brother, the kid's brother, took his black wing and like threw it, just kind of <laughs> like screwed around like brothers do. And the and the kid was like pissed. He was like, yeah. "Where is my pencil?" And he hunted it down. <laughs> and he grabbed it, like put it in his pocket. Yeah, it's become like a status symbol in mm. the uh, St. Mary's School fourth grade. Does Henry class. have extra clout because his father is one of the the oh. original? Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll shut. I'll shut up after this. But like, I went to an event. It's like I went to this like event at school. Talk about something to them. Yeah. And one of his classmates walked up to me. He said, "So, do you like own the pencil company, or do you just like do they just make them for you? Like, I don't, I don't get it." And he was like <laughs> asking me all these questions. Like, 
I make a podcast <laughs> that 19 people listen to. And, but, but it was like definitely the questions coming from him were like, I hear that you're a mob boss was like so the did vibe you like that invent I got pencils? From, <laughs> yeah. So when you invented pencils for like, like, why were you so mad at pens? Yeah. I don't, yeah. Anyways. To Did he ask if he could like go get lunch for you? To be continued. If you go for yeah, yeah there's going to be like to make a, this a regular uh, check in on the show. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like once uh, eventually these kids are going to have like, like a severed feral in their bed when they wake up in the morning <laughs> and be like, Henry's <laughs> Henry's got a hit out on me. <laughs> but like, yeah, I gotta I gotta put a lock on this door behind me, or he's going to start stealing all my pencils and hawking them at school. So you could put them in your closet and tell your children they're behind your underwear. That would not That's stop them. them no, I don't think that was. Oh, stop. I also have an elaborate ruse with my children about Sean, the Irish ninja, about this very short Irishman that I employ that follows them around and I think they kind of believe it. Go on. I told them okay. he lives in my <laughs> closet and seriously, sometimes they'll ask about him. Like, isn't he off for St. Patrick's Day? I'm like, yeah, but he's a replacement. Yeah, it's kind no. of substitutes. Wow. I'm watching you. This is very elaborate. But yeah, anyway, uh, you could invent some sort of spectral uh, ninja figure. We'll yeah, we'll talk off the air about this because I don't want to I don't want to jinx it. But yeah, <laughs> got some good. drawings. They're really helpful. Yeah. That sounds great. We have maybe get some holograms going in my house. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, this took a turn. All right, I'm sorry. I took us down a I took us down a path, but that was just like. It was too good a story, and also it was like overwhelmed by the realization that I had not talked yeah. to you. About yeah, we need we need Henry's. to check in again about this. Yeah, I, I, we should. I'm being honest here. In like a few weeks, we should have him on the like summer break. We'll have Henry on the podcast, and he'll tell you about like Blackwing culture, like the pencil yeah. culture in his his classroom. So Tim has an idea that is a really good and natural follow up to our top fives. You want to take it from here, Tim? Yeah. I was just thinking about like we've we've done the top five several times before, and it's kind of like I mentioned earlier that I had a sixth man for my for my list. I was talking about the pencil king, but it's like it's sort of like a related topic, which is just like a pencil that on paper, no pun intended, should or was it like should at this point it should, it was <laughs> that like like on paper it should be something that I would love. Like, this is a pencil that checks off all the boxes on my list. Like, I should like this, but I don't understand why I don't. So that was the idea. So to give, like, one or two, but just, like, just one or two pencils that you feel like you should like, but just you never want to pick up, that you'll, like, always choose something else over them. So yeah, I'm happy to go first, just because, like, I've thought, I've clearly thought about this a lot, but, like, I mean, Andy, if you've got, if you, if you like, yeah, yeah, if you like, if I, you want to talk about it, then you just start. We'll go in the same order. Okay. Yeah, I, I was thinking about this after you posed this, and I wasn't, I wasn't sure, and then I realized that for me, it was any of the Blackwing Extra Firms. Which, sorry, Tim, I know that's your, your top, kind of your top choice is the Blackwing Natural, but I, I love you more than I love the Blackwing Natural, Andy. So, oh, high praise. Don't worry about it. I, <laughs> I that should be like a Valentine's Day card. I love you more than I love the black. How much natural. do I love you? <laughs> let me count more than a black wing natural. <laughs> let me count the, yeah, let me count the pencils that I love you more than. 
I I was trying to figure out why, and it's one of those things I can't really articulate it why, because I, I don't mind an extra firm, especially in Blackwing, which an extra firm is like a regular pencil on a on a good day. And I don't know. I just don't. And I, I the Blackwing Natural like looks nice. It smells good. I just never pick it up. It just sits in a box in my in one of my bins. And for it's it's one of the volumes editions. Like it's fine. I'll use it and then I'll put it away. I don't know. I don't know why it is. Just just not a just doesn't set me on fire. So it's not something I hate. Don't hate the Blackwing Extra Firms, but it just didn't make the list. Yeah. So I wish I could articulate why that was, but that's on that list. Tim, how about yours? Yeah, and I I have some things on my list that I I explained in text to you guys, but it's it's like an X factor thing. Like you can't yeah. always describe it. That yeah. it's just there's something missing, or there's some some sort of like voodoo th- thing that's happening that just makes you not want to use it. So I I have two that I was going to talk about, and one, and this is probably the one that I don't know, like. I, I still really like I'm hurt, like frustrated by because I feel like I should like it and is the Musgrave News 600. It's a round pencil. It's soft. I kind of alluded to this earlier when I was talking about the MMX, but like I feel like this pencil should be right up my alley. But there's something about it that breaks that. I don't know. It like breaks that sense of I'm not writing. I'm just thinking on paper. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like where like it feels like there's sort of an obstacle in front of me where I'm like yeah. slowing down. It's slowing me down just enough that it's like frustrating. And I would put actually like, and I think early on I talked about like really loving this, but the general layout pencil mm-hmm. um, kind of does this. I, I've realized at least in recent years has done the same thing, which maybe this is like you get old and you get like less interesting. <laughs> No, you get old and you don't want the dark pencils anymore. That's why, yeah, exactly. It's just like you get old and like all of a sudden, no, like, I think I've talked about this before. It's like all of a sudden it's like, oh, F pencils, HB pencils. These are so nice. And it's just because I'm old and lazy and I just want to not sharpen as much. But like the new 600 layout, I don't know. It's just like I want to like them because I've talked for nine years about how much I love round pencils. But these just like, they bust me. And I, and I, I think I had, I can't remember if it was one of his Substack posts or if it was on like a podcast interview, but Austin Kleon talked about the Musgrave News 600 being his favorite pencil for marking books, hmm. which made me very happy because Musgrave is close to my heart. I just, it's like yeah, my favorite pencil company. I mean, I just, I love them and I love what they're doing and I love the Delgers and I love Henry Hewlin and all that, all, all that's going on there. But like, he mentioned that and it made me very happy. And then it just made me wish even more that I loved it more than I did. Than I did. It's like, you know how they say like every 10 years you have a new set of taste buds. Yeah. Maybe really? 10 years from. Yeah, man. My kids talk about this all the hipsters? time. That's what my kids. That's what my kids throw at me when I give them like roasted broccoli. And they're like, I just don't like this. Maybe 10 years from now, I'm going to like this. It's because you have totally, new, totally new taste buds. My kids have too much access to the internet, <laughs> apparently. But uh, yeah, the other one that I was going to mention, I'll do this quick, is just the Cedar Point number one. I love the Cedar Point HB number two pencil. I love it, love it, love it, love it. But when I when the Cedar Point number one came out, and I probably talked about it on a different episode, and people can get mad at me for this, but like I talked about it in just like 
probably was super excited that it existed, but I never want to use it. And so that's one that like on paper, it's a, it's unfinished. It's got the soft corners. It's a good looking pencil. I love the black ferrule and the black eraser, but I just, I never reach for it. And it's, I don't know why that that's my X factor pencil, Andy, like you with the extra firms. It's just like, there's something about it that I just don't want to pick it up. There's so much like something you're used to, but not like, huh? Why is this core a little thicker? Also, where'd the number two go? Whenever I pick up a number one, I'm like, <laughs> this looks weird. Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so those are my two. Those are the big ones for me. Just the new 600 Cedar Point 100 or Cedar Point number one. Maybe I should have titled this section. Pencils I should like, but I don't, but I totally respect. <laughs> and, that, <laughs> and that would be the title for these two. Because I, I understand why they're they're wonderful. I just can't understand why I don't want to use them. So so Johnny, take it. Get away, Johnny. Black wings. Like pretty much all black wings right now. I kind of don't want to use. Hmm. Which doesn't make sense because they're supposed to be like the best pencil. But when I was a teenager, I was playing music with a guy and he mentioned a certain guitar that was so smooth and so shiny that it felt like it was covered in Vaseline and he couldn't stand to play it. So that's the way I feel about shiny pencils right now. What guitar was this? Like, I have to ask, so I'm just like, what in the world are you talking about? It was a mid-90s Fender P bass. Oh, okay. It was my mid-90s Fender P bass. (laughs) (laughs) Which is why I still remember it. All right, all right. I mean, he ignored the fact that it looks like someone hit it with a truck in some places. Yeah, I'm I'm on your side. Keep going. Yeah, I... I think with that, I would include the fancier Japanese pencils like the Tombow Mono 100 and the Mitsubishi High Uni, just because mm-hmm. my tastes are for the flash right now. And it's not price like some of the vintage pencils that I use lately cost more than black wings. I mean, normally priced black wings. But yeah, it's not doing it for me right now. I like natural and yellow. That's middle age. But yeah, I think. I like to think that I'm discovering that pencils are good for writing, not for showing people. So they don't need to be dark. Yeah. So, and they don't yeah. need to be shine. Like I, I'd mentioned here before, I don't like to use black wings in public because this feels flashy. It's not my style. <laughs> so yeah, I'll just use like a stub of a paper made earth, right? Like giggling to myself that it was like four bucks. Like, but Yeah. That's what I would put on there. I'm sorry. Now that me. I work from home, I never go in public. So it doesn't matter what kind of pencil I use. <laughs> when I was teaching, it was always like kids would be like, is that a paintbrush? Like, no, <laughs> it's not. It's a really kick-ass So thank you for asking. Then, yes, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> I'll have a fountain pen like, oh, God, this is like really flashy. I'm like, oh, I don't take these anywhere. They don't, they don't leave my apartment. Pencils do. All 700 of them just stay in your apartment, tucked in a corner. <laughs> behind the underwear. <laughs> behind the pencils underwear. are behind the underwear, the end guarded by Sean the Irish Ninja. And <laughs> I should mention that I'm mostly Irish before I get hate mail for that. But uh, So who guards your fountain pens then? Jeez. Yeah. They're in binders in my very tiny writing desk, and I guard them. No. <laughs> okay. You sleep in front of them sitting up? No, the, the kids <laughs> joke that can I have that one when you die? Like, yeah. So, <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, and I always tell them, I'm like, I'll give them to you before I die. I want to see you enjoy them. So 
I'm actually beautiful. That's I have cool. a list of who gets what, and when they go to college, they can have them. And then I realized I'm giving away pens I really like, so got to get some backups. Fortunately, there are always new fountain pens. That is true. Yeah. So should we button this one up? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Do you guys want to tell folks where they can find you on the internet? Andy, you want to go first? Sure. On the web at andy.wtf. And I'm on, ooh, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to tell people I'm on Mastodon. Ooh. And you too can be on Mastodon. If you, if you go to dot grid, D-O-T-G-R.id, you can request to be a, a member of my Mastodon instance. It's our dot grid instance. And I'm at Andy at dot grid on Mastodon. How about you, Tim? Give me a second while I pull up Mastodon. I am, I am, I am on Instagram at Timothy Wasman. I'm on Twitter at Tim Wasman, but I have recently jumped on to Mastodon as well. And I am also at Dot Grid's server. Is that what you say? I haven't even figured it I out. I guess. Yet. I don't know. Yep. But it's at, I'm at Tim Wasson at D-O-T-G-R dot I-D, which is the Dot Grid address. And although I'm new, I like what I hear. So yeah, so you can yeah. follow me on, on Mastodon there. Johnny? Cool. I'm at pencilrevolution.com and on social media at Pensolution. And we are- Where are you on Mastodon? I just sent you a request. <laughs> oh, okay. reason, why do you want to join? I wrote because I smell good and I brighten a room. <laughs> I think mine was just like, Andy, please let me in. It was just like, yeah, totally. That probably would have worked better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, Got in pretty you fast. You smell like coffee. <laughs> so we are Erasable, obviously, if you're listening to this. And you can find us on social media at Erasable Podcast. And, of course, you could join our Facebook group, which is possibly the kindest corner of the internet. And, oh, goodness, what's that? Facebook.com slash groups slash Erasable Podcast. Just Erasable. Erasable. Okay. <laughs> it's Tuesday. So yeah. thank you for joining us. And if you are a Patreon producer level supporter, then we read your name at the end of every episode. And now I'm going to attempt to not butcher your names late on a Tuesday night. So a big thank you to Liz Rotundo, Melissa Miller, DigitalTent.Tech, Bill Black, Ed Swift, Tom Keekley, Andre Torres, Paul Moorhead, John Capaluti, Stephen Fransali, Aaron Willard, Angie, Aaron Bollinger, Andrew Austin, Tara Whittle, Millie Blackwell, Michael Dialosa, Tana Feliz, Ann Sype, Joe Crace, Michael Hagen, Bill Clough, Mary Collis, Ida Umfers, David Johnson, Bill Munson, Donnie Pierce, Kathleen Rogers, Kelton Weems, Hans Nudelman, Jay Newton, and John Wood. Thank you, and we'll be back sooner than last time. Do you like our podcast? Most people like our podcast. But if you don't like our podcast, David will turn it off. Mm-hmm.